Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Leading three games to none. 13-6 Miami run to end the half. I think we just had to settle down a little bit. We saw a couple go in and we started to play free. It's a three for Tatum, back-to-back triples. The Celtics maybe have found their confidence again. This finally looks like the team that we saw at times in the playoffs and certainly in the regular season. Heat up the clam chowder in Boston. We're coming back. We didn't play well those first two games, but we didn't want that to define the season. We still got a long uphill battle to go, but tonight was a good start. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. All right, my friends, it's time to put away the brooms because the defending champions of the Eastern Conference, they live to fight another day. Welcome to NBA Today. Richard Jefferson barely made it on time. Danny Green, Jalen Rose, <laughs> always on Andrews. Time. Always there when you call? Yep, you know it. And it's a nice jacket, too. Man. Thank you, man. Ooh, I picked it myself. crushed velvet? Yes. We're with you for the next hour here on ESPN. Adrian Wojnarowski, Ramona Shelburne, they will be stopping by as well. You know who else is? Who's that? We got Nuggets guard Jamal Murray joining the show in just about 15 minutes. But that's not where we're going to start because we already know they've booked a ticket to their first ever finals appearance. But let's start with the Celtics. They staved off elimination last night in your favorite city, Richard Jefferson. You're dressed like you're going there. Oh, we're going there. Oh, we are. We're going to Boston. Well, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're going yet. to Boston. You did say that on the show yesterday. Uh, yeah. Jalen Brown agrees with you as he gets out in transition and puts it up and in. No, it was impressive to watch the Celtics because it wasn't easy. It, it wasn't like Miami put up a fight. The, you know, the first half, this game is back and forth. You see here in the third quarter. I love the Celtics because they do show resiliency. Don't forget this team was down 3-2 last year. They were down 3-2 in the last round. They're not going to quit. Well, they're not going to win this series either. What are you talking about? Great that they decided to play at some point in the series, Richard. The team with three wins only wins 150 times to zero. But it was great to see them make 18 threes, be plus 30 from the three-point line, and show a competitive spirit. Well, look, I'm just going to be really honest. I've been down pretty bad, too, and good things can still happen. you got to have faith. You got to believe in yourself. And right now, Jason Tatum, look, if he gets going, that's the one thing about this series. We know the Celtics can do that for three more games. Jason Tatum found it in the fourth quarter, something that has evaded him for much of this series. Let's take a listen to Jason Tatum and the Celtics after the game, gentlemen. You know, as cliche as it sounds, you know, we just try to take it one game at a time. You know, we tried to break it down. Of, uh, you know, we, we didn't play well those first three games. We didn't deserve the win. Um, but, you know, we didn't want that to define us, define the season. Um, and we still got a long uphill battle to go. Uh, but tonight was a good start. We wanted to make sure that we stayed together. We wanted to make sure that we, you know, uh, look each other in the eye and came out today and, and put our best foot forward. And uh, I'm proud of our group for doing that. Because, you know, as you see teams with their back against the wall, and you see they just collapse. Um, you didn't see that tonight. After a game like this, how do you personally kind of avoid from getting too low yourself? Uh, stay consistent. 
do the same thing that I do, that we do after every game. We're going to listen to some music. You know, we're going to drink some beers back there. We're going to go have some wine. Um, I don't think that you could just focus on basketball all the time. You have to be able to, you know, get away from the game a little bit. And myself and my teammates, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to smile. We're going to be in this thing together like we always are. And we're going to go get one on the road. Why am I picturing that, like, you know, chilling on the porch, maybe putting on some Tina Turner, rest in peace, and, and just chilling? Yeah. Uh, the Celtics' magic number from three-point range, it's 13. When they make 13 threes or more, Boston has won 80% of their games this year. But when they make under 13, they win just 32% of their games and are 0-6 this postseason in those games. So we talked a lot about this season, how the Celtics, they've lived and died from the three-point line. But what did you see? Were they just getting better looks? Were they just hitting the looks that they got, Danny? What was going on there? A combination of both. They took their time, they worked the offense a lot more, and they got better shots. Of course, the game is uh, who's going to make shots, but they got, you know, they didn't turn the ball over as much. I think what hurt them in the other games, especially in crunch time, they had too many turnovers. This game, they controlled the tempo, they worked the offense, they got better looks, they got good shots, and they knocked them down. Um, but also didn't allow Miami to get out in transition by not turning the ball over. So it was a great offensive game for them. They, they played better defensively as well. But I think the whole key for them is to make sure they get good looks, good shots, and not turn the ball over. That's the only way Miami lives. Mm, defense leads to offense. But Richard, what did you have your eye on? Timeouts. They needed more timeouts. That's what they needed. But look, we're going to get into that. But look, when we talked about the three, I just loved the competition that was going on. Perk gave that kind of talk, anti-talk yesterday, right? Like <laughs> right. his pep talk. But it, it's, look, when you're going to compete at a high level, you have to be able to have the ability to look a guy in the eye and say, hey, look, this is what it's about right now. It's not about the four games. It's about one game. It's about one quarter. You break it down in those segments, and I think the Celtics did a good job of that. Tell me about. Tell me more about the timeouts, though, because we have harped a little bit on the coaching oh, yes, at times, and yes. I, I want to make sure we give the other side to that as well because Joe Mazzulla stepped up last night. Yeah, Joe Mazzulla stepped up because this is a thing. You can kind of save your timeouts in the regular season because you are the most, one of the most talented teams, one, two, or three most talented teams. You're young, but look at what they did, 12-0 after a timeout. You, you kind of reset your guys, you get them back, you make them understand that, hey, look, let's calm down, let's reset, let's get on the boards, let's do this, let's make an extra pass. You saw that one timeout. Now here, again, after this, great play, let's call a timeout, let's, re let's reset what's gonna happen. 12-0 run again. Now, Missoula, this is my thing. I have no problem. I think he is a very good coach with the ability to become a great coach. But the entire basketball community is not wrong when they're saying that you're misusing your timeouts. I'm sorry. That's just the fact. The whole community isn't wrong. So for him to make adjustments, he made the adjustments uh, in Philly where he started a big. He started a big um, Robert Williams and went big against Joel Embiid versus going small. So I love the fact that, Joel, uh, that we can see Missoula making adjustments, whether it's timeouts or lineups, because some of these things are fairly obvious. So certainly credit is credit we're due, is due on the coaching side. We've talked a whole lot about how the Celtics can do well when they shoot three. But in the playoffs, so often it's all about do your star players show up? Do they show out when you need them? What did you see last and night? And you know what helps a first-year coach that wasn't on the bench last year that was behind the bench? And what helps a team that's on their third coach in three, three years? years? When your best player shows up mm. when Amen. it matters the most. 
And that's what Jason Tatum actually did, other than the five turnovers, which he still has to find a way to keep those down. He was efficient, he was effective, and he was doing it as the primary ball handler. Right. So many times they fall into making him the screener. I like when he's the initiator because that gives him a chance to work himself into a rhythm. And once he gets going, he has proven to us time and time again, in particular in the big moment, that he can make shots versus anyone. And in these cases, it was Gabe Vincent, it was Bam Adebayo, it doesn't matter who was on him. Look at that one leg jumper, Danny Green. That's just nasty right there. Heat check. Yeah, and when he's playing like that, the Boston Celtics are who we think they are. Well, but Jalen, and that's the reason why you allow him to initiate the offense. He gets to pick who he get, wants to go against, right? Like here, look back, cut, finish at the rim, easy finish. But when you get to pick Vincent, who's five inches shorter than you, or you pick Bam, and you're like, okay, I go against Vincent, I'm going to pull up because I know that I can get my shot off. I go against Bam, I'm going to go at him. And that's what he did. So look at this disparity between game one and three and game four in the fourth quarter here and what Jason Tatum was able to do. Danny, take me inside this mentality. As a shooter, when you're maybe not having it over and over, I imagine that gets in your head at some point. What do you have to do to get back to where we saw Jason Tatum be last night? Well, I never was a superstar in my time, so it's hard to say what he's superstar. thinking. But I, you just shoot it out. And I think a lot of times they're trying to find – I like him as a primary ball hander sometimes, but I like him off the ball some because mm -hmm. I think Miami will go back to doubling him. And then he has to be – you know, facilitate and find. I think a lot of it was him being passive, trying to make the right play. And I think he just got out of his head and said, you know what, I'm just going to be aggressive and stop thinking about making the right play for the team and then you know make, let the chips fall where they may and guys will get open shots and I'll also score as well but um, there'll be some different changes for that fourth quarter for him and I don't think he Miami will just let him go one-on-one -on -one with those guys. I'm trying not to be a prisoner of the moment here Jalen but when they get this game in Miami it's like okay now they're going back to Boston. No. They were embarrassed on their home no. for last. Are they talking about no. No. These Celtics, I believe no. in them. I, I, you <laughs> believe in being down 3-1 and winning a championship yep. is what you believe in. But you can't underestimate in the history of the NBA, it's happened 150 times. And that team that's down 3-0 goes on to lose the series. Now, the one thing we haven't discussed is Bam had a bad game. Right. Ten points, five boards, Ew. pedestrian for him. Usually he's blocking shots, hanging on the rim, looking bigger and more physical than the Celtics' front line. He's going to play better. Don't be surprised if the Celtics win game five. That's all I'm saying. Just but game five. game six, okay. it's over. Game six, they start to pucker up. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Okay, look, look, you start to sweat a little bit at one, but once you get to that game six, like if we don't win at home, what is the most intense place to play in all of the NBA? Boston. Boston Garden. We know that. Their fans, intense, like Title Town, whatever you want to call it, it is one of the most intense places. So, they win at home. And that was our mentality. Win game five, we win one game on the road, anything can happen in a game seven. So, the formula is there. I have to agree with Jalen. Uh, I don't see Boston. Yeah, I don't care. About uh, they <laughs> might get the one game at home. Exactly. Uh, but I can't see them winning three and playing great basketball. Mind you, Miami's just playing too well. Their others are playing too well. The supporting cast has been amazing. Yeah. You know, Max Struess, mm -hmm. uh, Gabe Vincent, uh, all, all those guys. Are, you know, you Caleb Martin, Kyle Lowry, today. Kevin Love. Those guys are hooping, man. They are balling. So with Jimmy and said Bam, Bam having off night. I don't see them having off night in three more games. That's not right. going to happen. Well, we know when when Bam Adebayo scores twenty or more points. By the way, six and zero, oh, right? In the there post. you go. Hey, yeah. you know, Wow. Yeah, we're going to start getting the stats and all that number stuff. I just believe. Oh, yeah. 
Sometimes all you need is just a little bit of belief, like like, like Ted Lasso. Uh, I've never seen it, but yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah, come on. All right, we have we have more time to dive into the Heat and the Celtics later in on our show, but still to come on NBA Today. After failing to reach expectations, who's going to be coaching Kevin Durant and Booker next season? Shoot, one of the three of us up here. Please (laughs) no. Adrian Wojnarowski is standing by with the latest. Plus, after getting swept out of the Western Conference Finals, the Lakers. Yes, we're we're still going to have one more discussion about them. They have some decisions looming. Ramona Shelburne is here with some insight on what is next for L.A. And speaking of heroes, Nugget star Jamal Murray stopping by the show live. His feelings ahead of his first finals appearance. That's coming up next. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It's over! It's over! The Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals! What a crushing finish for the Lakers. We had a great run, but we fell short of our goal. And our goal is to win championships. That's what this franchise is about. I have to say it's a successful year because I don't play for anything besides winning championships. I don't get a kick out of making a conference appearance. But we'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. Just for me personally, going going forward with the game of basketball, I got a lot to think about. LeBron James and the Lakers, they were swept by the Nuggets on Monday night. So now the team is going to shift its sights onto the offseason and maybe making some roster adjustments. So Coach Jarvin Ham and GM Rob Palinka, they have more. We had some things that we didn't execute and just didn't quite go our way. But make no mistake about it, this is not just a one-shot deal. We're going to be around. Like We're going to be a problem to be dealt with. I can guarantee you that. I would say this resoundingly clear, our, our, our intentions are to keep our core of young guys together. And I think we saw incredible growth um, and achievement by, you know, Rui, Austin, I could go down the list, Vando, D'Lo, uh, you know, we have a lot of great young players. As you guys know, there's a new collective bargaining agreement now that has different components to it. Uh, and we want to fit the puzzle together in a way that will help us compete for championships. Without talking about specific players, we'll do our best to keep this group um, intact and growing and getting better each year. So uh, Kyle Kuzma has entered the chat. He says, I've heard that before. Uh, what, what do we say here on NBA Today? Hey, stay petty, stay petty, stay petty. Stay petty, they then you don't got to get petty. Oh, the Lakers. 
I'm oh, saying petty? Here, you say he heard that before after they won a championship is when they <laughs> traded him. So Got it was it. after they won a championship yeah. with him. We're going to keep our young core together. <laughs> and no, no. I, I'm, I'm not saying anything here or there. I'm just, I'm yes, just letting, the people, yes, letting no. the people decide. Ramona Shelburne is with us to be the voice <laughs> of reason here on yeah. the desk. So, so what are you hearing about how the Lakers are going to approach this offseason? Look, I think we can talk about the young core, but it's really not just about names. It's about numbers, mm. okay? If you want to bring back Rui Hachimura, Austin Reeves, and you want and, and D'Angelo Russell, what are the numbers you're talking about? Because D'Angelo Russell coming back is fine if it's the right number. But if it's too much, right, right. then that changes how things are. I yeah. think they're very committed to bringing back Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura. But the D'Angelo Russell number will matter here. And there is genuine interest in Kyrie Irving. And so there is a way to make that work. It's yeah. much more difficult. It would have to be a sign-and-trade. But the numbers that you allocate for Hachimura, Reeves, and D'Angelo Russell matter. I am very curious to get Jalen Rose's thoughts on this. But first, can you just clarify? When you say <laughs> it has to be a sign-and-trade, that means the Mavericks have to buy in to whatever it is that is going right. to happen. And they have to choose between basically a big three and their depth for the Lakers. Why would why, why would they do that? Well, I mean, th this is it's about years for Kyrie Irving, right? He left Brooklyn because when they were talking about years, they would only go it was three years, but the third year was a team option. Dallas could be in that similar position, but he wants four years. Yeah. And if you're not willing to give him four years, then he looks around. I think there's a number of teams that would be interested in Kyrie Irving that he would fit with. You're showing highlights of the Philadelphia 76ers. That would be an interesting fit there. Mm. The Los Angeles Lakers, he saw I saw him at, at least two games. Including the final game Including of the season. Including the final game of the season. Right. And so it does feel like it might come down to a choice between re-signing D'Angelo Russell and trying to find a sign-and-trade for Kyrie Irving. Okay. But uh, the idea of Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimara, th that, I think that, that they're committed to that. Okay, I know that, Jalen, your sweater, it says JRLA. I'm going to pretend it says GMJR. Oh, Put on your GM hat, please. Okay. What would you do? I appreciate your professionalism. <laughs> being very diplomatic. And I'm just going to say what yep. everybody's thinking. You can't bring back D'Lo. I don't care what number it is, what years Woo. it is, because when you get benched in the closeout game oh. while Kyrie Irving is sitting on yep. the front oh. row, that's a double message because how did he get them tickets? Mm. Yeah. yeah, you don't buy those on StubHub. That's right. And so based on that alone, <laughs> when they didn't – at the end of game – at halftime of game three – Everybody knew that D'Angelo Russell should be benched. He was like negative 53 on the floor. They were like plus 35 with him off the floor. When they didn't bench him, to me, that was them saying to him, you know what, we're not going to do that to you right now because we hope to sign you next this, this offseason. When they benched him in game four, that let me know that they're not going to try to sign him. Talk that talk, Jalen. Talk that because that's what it is. It's like you don't want to – you don't want to hurt someone, right, or even their mentality or the fan base and be like, we don't believe in this guy. So we're going to keep going. If he, we, we believe that he's going to shoot his way out. But all of a sudden, the season becomes more important than our investment in you. Correct. Like, if you're not going to do it, we got to figure out something else. That's how Tristan Thompson gave great minutes. Great, because they're like, we're going to figure out something. And that's what happens when you get down, you know, you yep. get down 0-3. So you're right. I think that's a great point. Kyrie Irving sitting right there watching somebody struggle. You know, those, you know, and I, look, that might have impacted his struggles. Let's be honest. First time he was there, though, game six against Memphis, D'Angelo had a great game. Great game. Right. So, uh, active player Danny Green, <laughs> where do you fall on this? 
I think it's going to be tough to bring him back, but it all depends on D'Lo and how humble he is to come back. And mm. I think it's for the number as well. And also, what other point guards can you get to replace him? Can you bring back Schroeder? Can you get Kyrie? If you yep. can't get those guys, then you have to bring D'Lo back because he's just too valuable for that team going forward. But if you can yeah. get a Kyrie Irving or you can bring back Schroeder, you have to have another point guard. Austin Reeves is very good, but I don't see him as your starting point guard. One more question for you, Ramona, though. Yeah. Can you bring back Austin? Do the numbers work to bring back Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, and then go get a, a third star? Uh, it would be difficult. It yeah, depends on the order you do it. it. They're both Hachimura and Reeves are restricted free agents. Yep. So they'd have the ability to match, and their numbers are not that high right now. Mm. And so the cap hold is not that high. So if they were willing to wait for the Lakers to go get a third star, then that could work. Mm. Decisions, yeah. decisions coming up on NBA Today. No, it's not more Lakers. Something much more exciting. Jamal Murray, he is joining the show live in just a matter of minutes. We're going to talk all about the Nuggets' first ever finals appearance and so much more. We'll see you on the other side of the break. put Hilo on ice. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. The more Murray magic. Everybody realizes when we need something, we need a spark. If a guy's got it going, we're going to ride that guy. Just get him, get him the ball and get him open. Too much I cannot go. My name in all of the time zones. It's almost my time. I'm harder to find. It's skating on beats. I'm in grind mode. Denver makes history. The Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals. We're going to keep making history. That's the thing. we got four more wins to go. Welcome back to NBA Today, fresh off the Nuggets, punching their ticket to the NBA Finals. We have a very special guest joining us. Jamal Murray is with us. Thank you so much, Jamal, for making the time. I'm curious, I know you're on the training table, just finished up some treatment here. How quickly does it shift from celebration mode to, all right, we still have four more games ahead of us? Yeah, um, I think, you know, once we, once we, uh, the flight was fun. I think we had a fun flight oh, as a yeah? team, as a group, everybody. Yeah, not just the the players, but the whole staff and um, yeah, everybody that was on the flight, basically. Uh, but for us, man, you know, we got four more to go. We haven't done anything yet. Um, we just want to continue making making history. You got to take us inside the flight a little bit. I mean, was was the champagne flowing already? <laughs> was it cards? Was it bets? Was it what was going on? No, just playing music. Vibes were high. Guys were, you know, everybody was up at their seat. Um, you know, not, nothing, nothing too crazy though. Nothing who, too crazy. who had the ox cord? 
Uh, we had one of the rookies have it. Uh, P1 had it. Oh, all right. A little, a little, making sure that they can, making sure that they can get the the tunes going. All right. So after game one of the Western Finals, Nikola Jokic, he said that you were the Nuggets' best player for these series. What was the single game or, or single moment this postseason that you said to yourself, "Oh yeah, I am that person for this team." Um, I felt like I've always been that. Um, you know, I missed the last two postseasons, uh, which was that sucked. But you know, to be back and be playing, um, you know, everybody knew the level I could play at and the capability I had on the court. So um, it wasn't in my head too much. After being out for so long, though, I'm, I'm sure it was tough early on the season to rebuild that trust that you have with with your knee after missing so much time with your ACL injury. Was there a moment where you cleared that hurdle and you felt like, okay, I'm not focusing on this anymore. I'm back to being myself on the court. Uh, I think it was little check marks during during, during the season that happened. Uh, it wasn't any specific moment. It was just you know every month, every month felt better than it did, and it was like that since I got hurt. So. I just knew if I stayed on top of my routine, my rehab, um, I'll be back, be back playing, and you know, just how I am now, uh, with mm. no worry, no no thought in mind. So it was just every month I continue to see improvement, and I wanted to see more improvement, so I just stayed on, um, stay, stay on track. You're so much more, Jamal, than Bubble Murray or Playoff Murray or, or any of these individual things that people say. You're, you're also the same player, the only player ever to drop 50 with zero free throw attempts. You've had a slew of memorable moments. And I think when people say that, they mean it as a, oh, yeah, this is this player that we love is back. But you're just Jamal. That's what you like to, to be known as. Why does it not sit well with you when people say that? How would you rather be thought of? Um, I mean, people are gonna, you know, come up with any anything they can, but um, I was more I was more thinking about you know people thinking that that I that was the best they were gonna get, mm-hmm. um, you know, the best I could play. You know, there wasn't any room for improvement. Like I wasn't gonna learn about the game. I wasn't gonna have more reps in the gym. You know, like I, you know, what I'm saying so um, to put a cap on my cap on my my game. Um, at such a young age, um, that, that's the only thing that you know, I didn't get why people did. Yeah, it's clear you're setting and resetting the bar even for yourself and you're about to do so on the biggest stage. Um, but did you think maybe, you know, five years ago you'd be setting this many picks for a, a 6'11 center? He's amazing. He's amazing. <laughs> right. um, he's so versatile. Um, he's got great, like a great, great touch. Uh, view of the game. He sees the plays before they happen. Unselfish on, on top of all that. Um, he can shoot it. He knows when to shoot it. You know, he's got great hands. He's just, I could go down the line. He, he's uh, a complete basketball player at the, at the center position, and um, he continues to evolve the game. Michael Malone said the other day that anybody who says that they knew seven years ago when Nikola Jokic could be a two-time MVP on a team going to the finals was lying. When was the moment that you knew that he could be this player? Uh, we came off the bench together our uh, rookie year, my rookie year at least. Yeah. Um, and that's where the chemistry kind of grew. Um, and, I, you know, as soon as you start to see his minutes go up, so did everything else, and and the wins start to accumulate. You know, the stats start to show uh, his production, and you know, I saw it from early. I think we all saw it from early, and we knew we had something special. So you have some time here now. Are are you rooting for this Celtics Heat series to go seven? Is there someone you'd rather see? How are you thinking about this? 
we're just thinking about us. We're just thinking about what we got to do. We want to get everybody's body right, everybody's mind in the right place. Um, but we're not really focused on, you know, who we're going to play. We just want to make sure that uh, we're putting our best foot forward no matter who it is. Mm. Well, Jamal, there is someone else here who wants to ask you a couple of questions. But just in case you need a reminder on how he prefers to be addressed, just uh, take a listen here. Oh, man. Jamal, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Don't you, don't you dare yes sir me ever again. Don't you dare. What you talking about? Don't, 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 just, just don't ever let that happen again. Do you understand me, sir? <laughs> Who the hell are you talking to? Richard, I don't think he knows it's you, Richard. Man, who is Richard? <laughs> it's Richard Jefferson, Jamal. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you see how much I care about him? I don't even know who he's talking to. <laughs> You didn't have Absolutely. to throw. You didn't have to throw in that last part. That like I'm so happy. Scared, like, um, <laughs> but I, like you wouldn't know. Was that my guy? <laughs> yeah, now he's my guy. Now is you know if you wouldn't have changed your phone number on me, I could have told you. But look, we got five quick questions. We're gonna get to all this. All right, Are you ready? Go ahead, bro. First of all, let me say congratulations. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. I love you, man. This is so exciting. Thank you, brother. But let's get back to the real stuff. I want to know hard hitting questions right now. Who has more abs, you or Jokic? Bro, come on, bro. Next okay. question, bro. Next question. All right. All right. You are now my pick to be the unanimous Western Conference finalist, and you're going to go there, and you guys are going to win the championship. I believe that. Does that make you nervous? Because I've never been wrong. I really appreciate that you believe in me like that, man. You know Thank what? Thank you. You know what? That, that, that's heartfelt. That okay. Next thing. Who is the greatest Canadian athlete? Athlete? Yes. Um, you got a few, you know, I'm going to say myself, I love I think it. as anybody would, I love it. That's um, what you but to name say. a few, uh, you got Steve Nash, um, you know what I'm saying? Steve Nash, <laughs> Steve Nash. That's let's, let's, let's stick with that one. That's a good one. All right. All right. Mellow or Jokic, which Jersey has to be retired? Ooh, that's tough, man. I'm gonna go with my guy. Yoke though. You know, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with my guy. Yoke. Okay. That's fair. And, Last question, what game are you playing and what's your gamer tag? Uh, J-A-A-Y-M-2-7, uh, we play every game. Just let me know, hop on, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, well, what game are you playing? What game are you playing? Uh, everything, bro, everything. Call of Duty, Fortnite with my little bro, play okay. 2K, play hey, Mortal PUBG. Kombat. PUBG, you, you. I don't play PUBG, though. Okay, no. okay, okay. Well, guess. Yeah. Five hard-hitting questions yeah, just, with Richard Jefferson. <laughs> uh, can, are you going to address him as sir from here on out, No, no, this is my guy. This my guy. Love Jamal you, Jamal. Murray. Happy for you, bro. Thank really you so for much you for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. Congratulations. We will see you at game one of the finals next week. Coming up here on our show, though, after staying alive last night in Miami, who are Jamal Murray and the Nuggets going to face to the Celtics? Have the luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. Going forward. You got the, the green. You got the you. green representing them. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. You're watching NBA Today. Miami on the brink of elimination, right? And then they come all the way back. Why can they win it all? They're going to need some help. Dwayne Wade, is he available? He's still in shape? Alonzo Mourning? This is what it's going to take. They're going to need some Herculean effort from these guys in their prime. Miami is absolutely taking the heart of the Boston Celtics. One win away for the Miami Heat from the NBA Finals. You know what I'm doing? Do you know what I'm doing? I'm going to be the one person that believes in the Celtics. I think the Celtics are going to come back and win this series. I go win the series. Win the series. You're, Wait, what? Don't let him win one. Don't let him win one. I believe in y'all Celtics. It hurts us. They should have said that. I believe in y'all. All right. So I'm standing with two gentlemen who both picked the Celtics to win this series. I'm curious, Richard, if you're still uh, 10 toes down on that decision. 100% I'm 10 toes down with my heels out. Now let's go. Look, this is what I want to talk about, all right? This is what I want to talk about. I believe in them. Ladies and gentlemen, I am a part of an epic group of individuals that didn't listen to any of the outside noise. That's not what I was about. Look at this. Look at the NCAA tournament. Uh, uh, what is this? This is right now 150 to 0 when the series is 3 0. 150 to 0. Jalen doesn't believe him, but look at this. I've seen a 0 before. 16 seeds versus the 1. 135 to 0. And then what happened? What happened? Show him. Yeah, okay. Okay, Virginia. Way to show them how it's done. Way to show the Miami Heat how it's done. It didn't happen. It happened twice in the last five years. How amazing is that? Amazing things can happen. You've got to believe. That's it. Don't listen to anybody else. Don't believe anybody else. FDU, you didn't listen to anybody, did you? Look at that. 100. And you want some more? You want some more options? Let me give you another option. Let me give you something. Let me show. Show. Roll the tape. I was there. I was in the building for game seven. Yankees, Red Sox, I just happened to be there. I was like, I'll go see the Yankees win. Do you know how crazy it was? Do you know who else was there? These two guys were there. Well, one of them. That guy was there. The other guy, A-Rod, was there. Jeter was there. You have to believe. That's the Yankees that the Red Sox came back to beat. So you have to believe anything can happen. You just got to get one game. You got to win one quarter. And look, the Boston Celtics, they're the most talented team. So I don't want to hear any noise. Because I don't even like Jimmy Butler. He ended my career when I was playing for Denver. I'm still mad at you about that, Jimmy. You remember the conversation we had before? You didn't care. You just wanted to keep playing. And now Jimmy Butler, is he going to lose to the Celtics? I think so. Okay. Jaylen. I'm hyped up today. You ignoring Clearly. the most important things. First off, this ain't college basketball. Okay. The, 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 that watered-down product that we're seeing. <laughs> the second thing is you're ignoring the fact that you got to win four in a row. So 3-1. 
ain't 3-0. You and I both know if it's happened 150 times in the history of this league that a team has been up 3-0 and no team has come back to win, it ain't going to happen unless there's a catastrophic injury, mm -hmm. which clearly we're not hoping for as it relates to the Miami Heat. I believe anything can happen. I've been a part of it, right? It, I think it wasn't I, a part of 3-0. This doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. Okay. Wasn't there, part it, of it that. Was, in the NBA Finals, teams that are down 3-1 are 200 and 0. Right? They've never lost. And then we did it. It was, it, it was 0 and 200. It, it, you, you compare 3 1 to 3 0 is like. It's 3 1 now. But, but it's it's like, 3 1 it's now. It's like saying your heels are out. Your heels aren't out. You're walking on the back of your shoes. I can't. That's with two that. different things. It no, gives that's, me that's, the way, that's the way they're supposed to look. <laughs> no. That's the way they're supposed to look. I don't know what y'all talking about, man. Okay. Look, well, my Jaylen top off, they back out. Realistic. <laughs> but Marcus Smart is optimistic. Take a listen. Let's go, Marcus. You and Jalen said a shoot around today. Don't don't let us win one. Obviously, just one game, but now what? Now we just got to go win another. It's all that matters. You know, we take it one game at a time. You know, we understand. You know, um, the the odds are stacked against us, but uh, we're a team that that believes in us no matter what, and we just got to keep going. And all that matters is the next game. We want to come back to Miami. Um, so, if that happens, I feel like we will feel good about ourselves. So. Uh, the next one should be fun. It should be a big one, and we got to come ready to play. ESPN senior writer Ramona Shelburne joins us as well as Danny Green. All right, Ramona, yeah. let's let's derail down a little bit here. <laughs> What's the Celtics' mindset going into this Game 5? You know, they, they I was talking to Jason Tatum about this, and he said it's almost like the pressure was off them. Like, mm. everybody relaxed because they were down 0-3. Everybody money. thought they were going to lose. And they had this big golf outing. Al Horford organized it. And he said when they first showed up, it wasn't really that fun. But then they, well, they left, and they go, this was good to do something as a team other than basketball. And this is a team like, that's been good when – they, you're, they're not supposed to be good, right? When they're down nine, they're great. They're loose, right? When they're, they're not so good as a front runner, but when they get down, they they're generally tend to relax. And they were down 0-3 in this series. Nobody was picking them except for, I guess, Richard, and he's going to be talking about that. Yep. Um, but that, they're still down 3-1. Right? They're still down. And I asked him, you know, do you guys actually believe you can come back? And he goes, we really believe. I'm not vacant. We really believe that we mm. can come back. And so, look, this is game five at home. If they can stay loose, if they can still play with that with that relaxed quality they had yesterday, we'll see. So is it as simple as do you just need to golf to stay loose, Danny? <laughs> how, how do you tune out that noise? No, it's not that simple. Um, I do agree that they do yeah. play well when their back's against the wall. I still think they're going to lose the series. But they're going to be coming at home now. I think the mindset is take it one game at a time. Mm. So you got to win at home, protect home court. If you can get to game six and hopefully Miami doesn't play as well, then you could get find a way to get to game seven is, is with their mindset. But they got to take it one game at a time and that's that's protecting home. And, and so far in this playoff, this postseason, they haven't been great at home. Yep. Hopefully they, they change that, that narrative for tomorrow. I mean, when did they do well in the Philly series? Mm. When Jason Tatum had a horrible game and they came back and had a great fourth quarter in game six, right? Yeah. When did they do well in game seven? When they were down 10 points. They, they tend to do better when people expect them to lose. They have to take it one game at a time, and it starts with tomorrow night. That is when game five goes down. Danny, Ramona, thank you so very much. Coming up here on NBA Today, the Suns, they have narrowed down their coaching candidates to just four. Woj is here with the latest on who will be at the helm for Book and Durant next season. NBA Today will be right back.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to NBA Today. It's time for Putting in Work, presented by Upwork. Tyler Hero, he is working toward a return. The Heat guard who broke his right hand in the Heat's playoff opener. That was on April 16th. He's had his brace removed, and he's resuming workouts. That's according to head coach Eric Spolstra. Now, Hero was Miami's third leading scorer during the regular season. Averaged a career high in points, rebounds, and assists this year. Let's shift gears a little bit, though. Joining us with the latest on the coaching searches across the league is our senior NBA insider, Adrian Wojnarowski. And Woj, there are five coaching positions that are currently open across the league, but it seems like the Suns, they may have a decision soon. What's the latest there? Yeah, uh, Phoenix has down uh, narrowed their search down to four candidates now. Uh, two very prominent coaches, Nick Nurse, Doc Rivers, uh, two lesser-known candidates, but I think future head coaches, uh, Phoenix's associate head coach Kevin Young and Kings associate head coach Jordy Fernandez who had been in Denver uh, prior with Michael Malone uh, but listen Nick Nurse is in I think a prominent position all around the league on the significant openings Philadelphia Milwaukee and Phoenix and so I think there's going to be an opportunity I think here for Nick Nurse to perhaps have more than one offer um, out of this process I think you may start to see um, several of these searches I think maybe especially Milwaukee Phoenix start to come to a head uh, perhaps toward the end of this week or the weekend uh, but again Nick Nurse Doc Rivers both meeting with uh, Suns leadership including their owner Matt Ishbia. Very interesting Woj thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here on NBA Today. So the Suns they did add Kevin Durant to pair with Deborah Booker right but it could cost Phoenix a little bit of their depth their youth there. So Richard I ask you when you listen to what Woj has to say his reporting there who do you think is the best candidate for Phoenix? J.J. Redick? I'm, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, I, I like Nick Nurse. I like Nick Nurse. Uh, to me, of all the coaches that I, I, you know, 
had the opportunity to watch and talk to and just see how they develop. Like, again, Nick Nurse was a part of the development of that Toronto franchise. Pascal Siakam, uh, Van Bleet, all those guys were a part of that development there. So I like Nick Nurse, mm -hmm. uh, and I think with, with this group, because it's a fresh voice. None of these guys have played for him, so it's a, it, it's a little bit of like, hey, let's figure out how to come together and figure this out. So for me, that I, I think Nick Nurse is probably um, my favorite coach out there that's available. You have some experience with some of these head coaches that are in this race. What do you think, Dave? I like Frank Vogel. Um, mm. Championship Frank pedigree. Very good. I like his defensive principles, the things that he did when I played for him. He made it easier for us to play defense, and I think that's what Phoenix needs. Obviously, they need depth, they need a bench, uh, but their problem isn't scoring as much as his defense. So I think Nick, uh, Frank Vogel could be the guy for them, and also give him a fresh voice, like Richard said, mm. um, but also get a control, change the culture, but you know, have somebody that those locker room guys respect. Okay. Well, not on the list, but still an interesting for all the coaching vacancies that we have around the league, an interesting one to keep in mind. I I'm curious, as sort of an outsider looking in what's the difference when you're in a locker room and you feel okay this is a coach that has been around the league that has won championships that we know a little bit at least from the outside versus someone who's new someone who's maybe been on the bench for a couple of seasons and is getting their first shot Danny um, I guess it all depends on the preference of the superstars with Book and KD and what they're looking for. But okay. And also, I think the biggest thing is not just the head coach, but the piece they bring in around those guys. Um, I don't think they need like a fresh or new voice. I think they just need somebody with some structure mm. and that can make things easier for them, for the superstars. And that's just getting help and making sure that the help knows what their role is and they can play at a high level efficiently. Well, and this is a weird thing for me is I think like you should pick this coach before the draft. You should pick this coach before free agency because a lot of times we'll see we'll see teams pick and do these things and then all of a sudden they'll never we'll hire their coach. And you're like, well, I feel like that's a bit backwards. So, you know, the sooner that you can figure out this is going to be our guy, right. allow him, if he doesn't know the players, to spend time building relationships over the course of the summer, free agency, summer league, all of these things. It's about relationship building because the only way you can win a championship and be in the fire with somebody is if you have that relationship with them. And so sometimes when you see coaches get fired because that relationship has gone awry. And I imagine when vision is top to bottom aligned mm -hmm. in all of those different ways. Interesting. Well, Adrian and Wojnarowski reporting that these talks could ramp up towards the end of the week and into the weekend. It's going to be interesting to keep an eye on that. We will be back in just 60 seconds. Man, we already at the 60 second break? <laughs> We're already at the <laughs> 60 second break. Uh, ah, the good old days. <laughs> Speaking of. How do they find jeans that big for Paolo Bancaro. New Slam Magazine shoot? I mean, look at those pants, Jalen. I think he's fresh. As the lone person here that was born in the 70s, <laughs> with actually rocking bell bottoms, I could appreciate that look. It's fly. I, I know that everything is old and is new again. It's coming back. And nah, that was that. never a thing. That was never, ever a thing. Yeah, that's not coming back. Jeans that big? <laughs> bell bottoms? That, that's different. Yeah, those are got to be custom, right? I mean, the baggy look was a thing. I don't know if bell bottoms that that big. That, that's what I'm saying. That, that big. The, ba the baggy look, it, it was a thing. Did you have baggy, like, did you have baggy stuff? Uh... It's Friday, everybody. I apologize. My casual approach to this. Wednesday. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> what? I wasn't sure what. Oh, Jay Red. Let's, let's, Red. Talk, let's talk baggy looks, though. Rest in peace, Jeannie Cassandra Rose. Woo. I love and miss you, Ma. Ah. Love you, Ma. That's a dope suit, man. The that, that's fine. Highest pinstripes. Never bring those back. Detroit Red. Do you he did bring it back. Do you still have the suit? in my ear. Now they got real diamonds. Do you still have the suit? Yeah. 
Absolutely. Can you wear it immediately? Right in a frame. Oh, it's in oh, a frame? It's in frame? As it should be. Absolutely. As it's it in a frame. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike whatever is happening. Richard, it's not actually true that what? those are meant to be stepped That is 100. First of all, yes, it is. This this way these shoes Jaylen, are. please weigh in. <laughs> yeah, please that's advise. That's all. As long, as, long as he got lotion on them heels, I'm good. Oh, uh, yeah, that's it. They, they, well, nah, you know, I'm, I'm light skinned. I don't use that much lotion. I don't use that much lotion. Not as much as I should. Not as much as I should. Not as much as you Not as much as I should, yeah. You got to get the baby oil. Look. Oh, no, 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 because I'll be shining and sliding out of these bad boys. Ooh, there you go. God, that was, how many years ago was that? 23? Oh man, I look I look good. The baggy shorts weren't bad. No, oh, the baggy shorts weren't good. You go between your legs, you couldn't see the ball. It was actually helping you with the defense. <laughs> right? Actually, the baggy ball handling protection. The ball handling protection. Yeah, oh. the shorts right there. Yeah. Who would have thought that that would be the last time the Nets made the finals? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, 23 years Especially later. Especially after their recent moves. Yeah. Look, still the greatest Nets team in history. I mean, what? Dr. J's on line one. Well, NBA, NBA. <laughs> okay. Dr. J's the greatest net, net. ABA, okay. ABA greatest okay. net okay. of all time. Love, doctor. Don't, don't, don't hit me up. What's so. better, the, the one we just saw of you or, or these? Oh, this is better. I don't know where they came I have up no with it. Problem. Whoever the design person is, Jamal Mosley. Jamal Mosley, his coach, always texts me, complaining about my fit. And I love what Van Gundy said. They said they need him back because his bench fits are so terrible. <laughs> they said we need him back in the lineup because these Palm Angels, come on, that's tough. I, I've kind of liked what Tyler here is. Tyler got all the swag. I'm not questioning Tyler's swag. I, I can't rock what it. What you wear but... is how you wear it. Yeah, he, he wears it. with confidence, so I, 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 I'm rolling with it. It's I'm, not what you wear, it's, it's how you wear it. That I, is I've not, like, that is not the button. That is not the way I would wear it, but right. you wear it very confidently. Right, I wear it confidently because that's just but, who I am. But it's crazy how it works, and Tyler's a perfect example. When you're trying to get the bag, you dress fresh. Mm. And then once you get the bag, you try to dress like you broke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens a lot here in L.A. People move to Venice and act like they're broke. It's like, no. <laughs> that's going to do it for us here <laughs> on NBA Today. Thank you so much for hanging with us. A lot of rich people live in Venice. tomorrow, normal time. Two-hour show on Friday, Richard Jefferson. I will not be here. <laughs> we'll see you then. Thank you so much. Happy Friday, everyone. It's not. It's, it's Friday. Friday.